Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Remember to use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off. Act now while supplies last. Sports City Global, what's good? It's your man Ace with the All You Can Eat Fantasy Basketball Show right here on the Sports City Chefs Network. You know what we're doing, man. It's that all-NBA food for thought providing you. Man, look, my line blowing up already. My God, it's about to be cracking up in here tonight. You know what I'm saying? We got the flavor for your ear, those championship-flavored dishes every Monday and Friday night. I'm so glad you decided to tune in and rock out with your boy. Hey, man, it's going down tomorrow night, Tuesday, October the 24th. It is official. NBA tip-off is going to be jumping. It's going to be live. I got a lot to get into. We have so many transactions and things of that nature over the weekend since the last time you heard this platinum voice. You feel me? And uh, I got to get all that out there to you because there's people out here drafting. They're sending me messages asking me about their teams. If it look good, yo, I charge a fee for any kind of consultation, baby. I've been doing this for over two decades. If you want my opinion and it's not over the airwaves where everybody can get it, it's going to cost you something that shines. You know what I mean? That pretty penny, baby. So before I get it cracking, man, I got to bring my brother in, the one, the only, T.P. Thomas. Thomas, holla at your boy. How you feeling tonight? I done took off my blazer, loosened up the tie, stepped aside the kitchen. Timeless is a lie. I feel sorry for y'all out there in Sports City, man, because, um, Y'all got to pay for it. I ain't got to pay for it. But I'm all right, though. Uh-huh. How you doing, Mr. King? Man, I'm doing good, brother. I'm so excited, man. 
just so much that's happened over the weekend, a lot of transactions. So, uh, look, bear with me. I might throw a couple of them out there to you in terms of ask your opinion. Just give me something quick and easy because it's so much we got to get to as it pertains to the upcoming games this opening week. We got transactions. We got to uh, hash out the excitement also around how this new season is going to jump off like never, ever before with the tournament cup is just a couple of weeks away. Before I get into all of that, man, let me just start with this first transaction going all the way back to Friday in case you was under a rock somewhere. Rudy Gay, who was trying to hang on to his NBA career, has been waived by the Golden State Warriors along with Rodney Magruder. Uh, Javante Smart out of LSU had his contract converted to a two-way deal in Philadelphia. And for my fantasy owners out there, hey, you know the rules, man. We do not roster guys on two-way deals. I'm happy you got you a contract, but it's got to be a top 15 on the roster kind of deal. Justice Winslow, remember him out of Duke and Miami Heat fame? Yeah, he's been waived by the Toronto Raptors, along with Jeff Dalton and Mohamedou Gay. Drew Smith of the Miami Heat had his uh, contract converted to a standard deal from a two-way. Now, this is what I'm talking about, people. When you put it down in the preseason and you make the organization say, we can't afford to play this regular season without you. Drew Smith, congratulations, man. You can be rostered in fantasy. Isaiah Roby, nah, we ain't worried about that. He didn't make it. I think he signed some Exhibit 10. Doesn't matter. Franklin the Kingdom picked up a, a injury. He suffered a displaced fracture in his left. Tibia, he'll be reevaluated in four weeks. So what that means for you owners out there who drafted Nick Smith Jr. was getting nervous about those reports that were saying he might spend a lot of time in the G League. Hold up. Wait a minute. Miles Bridges going to be missing in action. Frank Nittakina going to be missing in action. Bryce McGowan's and a couple of others. James Booknight. Come on, man. Nick Smith is like that. <laughs> Don't panic. Be patient with Nick. Chris Dunn. The Jazz guaranteed his contract for the upcoming season. Ishmael Wright uh, was waived. Actually, Kevin Knox was waived, and the Blazers will sign Ishmael Wright. Trey Lyle sidelined for uh, a couple of weeks. He's got some little MRI going on for a slight calf strain. Chris Duarte did not practice over the weekend. This is a guy who uh, Indiana's given an opportunity I don't think it's really going to work out there in Sacramento. He's often injured is what I've noticed over the seasons he's been in the association. The Grizzlies wave Shaquille Harrison along with Adonis Arms and David Johnson. You see what I'm saying? These are names we don't even know. They was on those uh, Exhibit 10 contracts. So hopefully you guys didn't rush out there and draft names you didn't know. Here's a more familiar name, just rounding out his NBA deal, his first rookie contract, rather, and he's got a new extension, four years, $32 million, Zeke Nazi of the uh, Denver Nuggets. Let's see if he can live up to his new bag. Nathan Knight agreed to a two-way in Boston. Step your game up, Nate. They're thin up front there in Boston. Steven Adams, the unfortunate bad news, season-ending injury. By now, I'm sure you've all heard about that. I think the uh, Memphis Grizzlies probably going to be in for a trade, ladies and gentlemen. 
Thomas, your thoughts on the Grizzlies and uh, Steven Adams, what they look like now they're going to have to lean heavy on Jaron Jackson, uh, Santi Aldama, and then the rest of the guys who play in the front court are a little undersized. Um, I, I feel the same way about I, I feel the same way about Adams. Uh, you know, seeing him from the start of his career to like the latter part of him leaving Oklahoma City, and um, him going around the league from going to New Orleans and now ending up in Memphis. Memphis had something going on good last season when he was there. Uh, it seemed like it all fell apart once he actually was off the roster. It wasn't the same defensive prowess. They still couldn't get out there and go, especially if he, uh, you know, affected a shot or got a rebound out there and, uh, you know, got the ball out the giant company. Now that he's not there, uh, it does put a lot of the onus on Triple J to, you know, come up with those defensive uh, stops or so have you. But I, I think Memphis is going to need more in the front court than just him. I think it puts more on the legs of uh, Triple J, too, um, especially with Job being out, too. I, I think they're going to lean a lot on Bain and, I mean, Derrick Rose came out the gate looking okay, too, but I, I really feel like with them missing uh, Stephen Adams, the way that they had the success last season and being at the top of the Western Conference, it meant a lot. I don't think they get to run those numbers back like they did last season. So um, I think in defensive percentages, I think they still drop, but um, I don't know if they hang around like the top half of the, the Western Conference from you know, seed four and up. I think they're going to take a dip. There's a lot of guns in the West right now, so I think that's going to hurt. Absolutely. Definitely going to be feeling the pain. Hey, Triple J, this is your opportunity to get more than 400 rebounds in a total season. Step your game up. Defensive player of the year, award winner. Uh, Keeping it moving, Zach Collins got a new deal. Signed a two-year, $35 million contract extension with the San Antonio Spurs. We'll see what he looks like in the next couple of seasons next to Wembayama as they continue to try to rebuild there in San Antonio. Dennis Smith Jr., limited participant in practice. He's still rostered uh, in Brooklyn. Tari Eason, a lot of people in fantasy excited about this young man. Going to have to put it all on pause. He's dealing with a stress reaction to his left leg. Going to be out for the first two to three weeks of the season minimum. Michael Porter Jr., yeah, old news. Disregard. Jack White has been waived by the Thunder. You didn't think Jack White was going to make the roster, did you? <laughs> Bradley. We Hill. need a big. Yep. We need a big. Jack White. Small forward. Nah, you don't need nobody like Jack White. Uh, Denny Avia. We spoke about him on Friday. Signed his new deal. Four years, 55 mil. Draymond Green. Um. Draymond is definitely going to miss opening night. That's the basics of that report. Matt Ryan has been signed to a two-way deal. You know what to do. Avoid Matt Ryan until he gets a standard contract. Keon Johnson, who had a, a standard NBA contract, has been waived by the Phoenix Suns. So let's see if he makes his way back to the L.A. Clippers who drafted him or the Portland Trail Blazers who traded for him. Very young, uh, talented uh, combo guard. He set the record for a vertical leap when he was in the combine two seasons ago. He came out in the draft in 2021, 48-inch vertical. Yeah, that's more than Zion and Ja Morant, just in case you didn't know. All right, James Harden, keeping it moving.
Pacers signed a three-year, $33 million extension with the Pacers. You got to prove it to me. I haven't seen it, but, hey, guys got to get paid so they can be traded. Uh, Jaden McDaniels of the Minnesota Timberwolves, this was a surprise because um, this means the Timberwolves are committed to being a luxury tax team. Jaden McDaniels secures the bag five years, $136 million. That's more than Nas Reed. And for all the hype around uh, Jaden McDaniels potentially being a defensive player of the year, award winner, I think that personally Nas Reed is just the better player and was is, is more vital to what they were doing to be successful. Even though last season in the, in the playoffs they were both missing due to injury, and so you're going to offer me some pushback. I get it, but five for 136, and, and Nas got like an average of 12 or 13 million a season. Nah, the difference between those guys is not 12 to 13 million dollars. Anyway, Jeremiah Robinson Earl was waived by the uh, Houston Rockets. Let's see what we got here. Okay, Jose Alvarado. These guys missing practice, not important. Cole Anthony, three years, $39 million extension. Yeah, Thomas, what do you think? Thoughts about uh, the son of uh, Greg Anthony, former running rebel. Cole of the uh, Carolina Tar Heel type down there in Orlando. Is a role player bag, three years, 39. Is he worth it? Uh, exactly what you said. Uh, it's a role player bag. It's not like he's that feature guy, but he is a guy that they need a lot, uh, especially with Suggs and those guys down there. I think they could transition uh, with the guard position down there. I think that's a feasible contract for him down there, especially the noise that the Magic are going to make. They got a lot of quality youth down there, and he's one of them. So uh, that's a piece of the puzzle for the Magic. I think that's a decent contract. Absolutely, I agree. Good business contract for the Orlando Magic. The uh, organization wins in that uh, transaction there. Uh, Montrez Harrell, a familiar name, uh, Taj Gibson. Both of these gentlemen have been waived respectively by their uh, former ball clubs. Harrell was with the 76ers. Then he suffered that injury, so he never really got to do much in Philly. And Taj Gibson uh, was on probably like his second or third stint with the Wizards. Uh, I ain't going to lie, folks. I'm glad to see some of these old heads go. Let the young boys play. Come on, man. You had your turn. I've seen you already. Uh, Josh Green of the Dallas Mavericks, a young prospect, three years, $41 million. So a similar deal uh, as a role player there in Dallas. So, uh, yeah, that's it for the transactions right about now. Uh Uh-oh, breaking news. Here's one. Onyeka Okongwu of the Atlanta Hawks, timeless, signed a four-year, $62 million contract extension. So I think that's going to put him around like $25 million uh, per season on average. Uh, What are your thoughts about this young big man out of USC? Looks like he's going to get significant time. Um, He might be the the backup to Clint Capella. It looks like they're deciding to start uh, Jalen Johnson at the four instead of John Collins, excuse me, to replace John Collins, who has moved on to the Utah Jazz. Again, your thoughts on Onyeka Okongwu coming off that bench to spell Clint Capella. I think it's a nice, solid uh, signing just to have it behind Clint Capella because of Clint Capella's past. He does get injured often, so they got to keep somebody locked in 
uh, just for the positioning of if he does get hurt because Atlanta needs every gun possible, and no pun intended because there's a lot of violence down there in Atlanta, but they they need him down there as best as possible if, if Clint does end up being exiting, you know, exiting the roster at that point in time because uh, I think there's a lot of traffic at the bottom of the Eastern Conference that are trying to make their way to the uh, playoffs, and uh, Atlanta can be one of those teams that uh, could be made or or broken in that situation. Absolutely agree with you, Thomas. I mean, this Atlanta Hawks team is pretty much returning the same core that it had last season, uh, with the exception, again, being John Collins, who's now making his home out there in Utah. Akonwu, is your opportunity. You can step it up, man. I want to see if he can average a double-double, Thomas. I think the opportunity is there for him in terms of minutes. Let's see if he can stay healthy and make some significant noise for the Atlanta Hawks. They need help uh, from someone not named uh, Trey or DeJounte. How about that? So, hey, man, that's the end of the first quarter. We got to pay some bills, and we'll be back to tip off that second quarter activity. This portion of our program is brought to you by PHI Apparel Company. PHI Apparel Company provides unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of the Philadelphia area. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt that they'll stand out in the crowd. Act now and listeners can use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off any apparel when you shop online at phiapparel.co. That's phiapparel.co. Remember to use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off. Act now while supplies last. All right, Timeless. We got to pivot. It's time to turn our attention to opening week. I'm going to do a little bit on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We'll talk about those games that are going to be nationally televised. But let's first start with day one, tomorrow night, TNT, back in action. I don't think it's going to be my guys, my Thursday night crew, Ernie, Kenny, Charles, and Shaq. I think we're going to get, uh, you know, the guys, you know, we call them the B team, right? The guys off the bench. Uh, I don't remember all their names. Maybe we'll see Jamal Crawford, somebody else. Maybe Shaq makes his appearance. I doubt it. But irregardless, it's going to be on TNT. First game, timeless, 7.30 p.m. is ring night in Denver, Colorado. The current NBA champs, the Denver Nuggets, host the Los Angeles Lakers. And LeBron and AD been talking that talk like they got a bone to pick with the Nuggets. So I'm going to throw this to you first. Give me your thoughts on opening night in Denver. Fireworks, sparks, more than raising banner type? Is it going down on the court between the big names, the big wigs? Or is it just going to be ho-hum, the Nuggets smack the Lakers much like they did in the playoffs? I think early in the game, you know how LeBron starts, especially in, like, all-star game status, even though it kind of feels like it, too. Um, LeBron's going to get out and start running and trying to get that ball scored as best as possible, but I feel like Denver has too much for the Lakers at this point in time. Just like you said, it's ho-hum. I think Colorado's going to be rocking. They get to see their first banner go up. It's going to be electric. Even though, you know, 
Darvinham got them pumped up, and LeBron and AD don't want to hear it. LeBron is in his 21st season. This is the 21 years that I'm trying to rely on him. Um, like I always say, LeBron is like the queen piece on a chessboard. He can move how you want him to. He could get 20 points. He could get you eight rebounds and eight assists, but he can't do that all the time. You're going to burn this guy out like crazy. They're going to need the others to step up. And uh, from what I've seen so far in preseason, like from Reeves and them, I want to see more because uh, he's been turning the ball over. He's been looking kind of questionable, and I don't know if it's a situation of him actually overdoing it from having a good season last year and then being on the uh, the USA team as well. So we, I want to see if things slow down for him and get better or if the pressure is on him, especially with the lights on, uh, being in the middle of a nationally televised game while everything's out there. So the Lakers have their work cut out for him, but I really think Denver's going to come out there and uh, at least win that by more than like eight or nine points. Interesting. Well, I'm going to offer just a little bit of pushback, but I, I still want to give love to the defending champs. I mean, look, they, these guys paid their dues over the previous seasons. You go back to being in the bubble and maybe a year or two prior to that, watch them go head-to-head with the Trailblazers uh, before they got CJ up out of there. Man, this team has been biding its time, battling the Jamal Murray issues in terms of injury, figuring out whether or not it was Jeremy Grant or the newly minted Aaron Gordon who seemed to be the piece to the puzzle in the starting lineup. Pushback is because Jeff Green is missing. He's no longer a nugget. He's in Houston running with the Rockets. And Bruce Brown, he was so significant in that postseason run. He's here in Indianapolis. And, look, I know that pick and roll between Murray and Jokic is killer. It's hard to guard. And Gordon is is stepping his game up. KCP does KCP thing. But I don't know, Timeless. Banner's going up. They're definitely going to be celebrating. The crowd is going to want to rock out for sure. But LeBron and that young man, Anthony Davis, I think A.D., from what I've seen in his performance preseason, Timeless, he's heard what everyone's been saying, and it's like it matters all of a sudden to him. I mean, he is locking the paint up. But I am concerned for the Austin Reeves kid that you spoke about he just might be feeling himself a little bit coming off of that playoff run as well as his performance in FIBA. He might be a little gassed. It's his first time in this kind of space and with so much hype surrounding his name. I don't know if he's ever been on this type of stage. I mean, them lights shine different when you're in Los Angeles. So um, if I got to pick one, mm, I'm going to go with Lakers for the upset. I think in the regular season – they might exact a, a, a tiny bit of revenge, and maybe the, the, the Nuggets just kind of feel like, hey, we not move. It's just game one. If you had to pick, are you picking Nuggets or are you picking Lakers? Ain't nobody moving nowhere. I'm, I'm picking the Denver Nuggets. And you said with Jeff Green leaving there, and, um, you know, the thing about the situation with Jeff Green, Jeff Green is one of my favorites because he is a Hoyer. If you don't know, I'm a diehard Georgetown Hoyer fan. But they do have guys like Christian Braun, the kid out of Kansas. 
if you look at his percentages while he was on the floor in the regular season compared to what he was doing in the playoffs, and it only gets better because he's young, they still have a great amount of depth on that Nuggets team that I feel like is way better than what the Lakers do. The Lakers have name value at the end of the day, and, and these guys have to go out there and show it. And I could care less on how much you've seen or heard with Anthony Davis. Prove it to me. I'm from Missouri. Show me that you could get out there and do it. Show me. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of what you could have did or what you did last year or yesteryear and having 35 and 10 games. You got to continuously do this, not get hurt, because Jokic has been out playing AD. Regardless of how people look at it, he's been out playing AD almost every time they play or he gets the better of them or on that scoreboard, Denver notches the win and they go in there. You see how LeBron looked at the camera when the cameraman was in his face when they got swept, right? That's the same situation that's going to happen in the middle of Denver while they're rocking in the Rocky Mountains. Well, we're definitely going to find out tomorrow night the first game of this upcoming or this current now. I'm ready to call it current. The 23-24 NBA season, game one, Lakers at Nuggets. Game two of the NBA season will be the Phoenix Suns at the Golden State Warriors. You're talking KD return to the Bay Area with fans. I think he might have been in the Bay Area during uh, one of those COVID-type seasons where the only personnel available were staff in the building. If, if There were no fans allowed. It's not the same. So everybody's excited. All of the Bay Area is, is ready to shower KD with love and appreciation for what he helped uh, the Warriors do in terms of securing, uh, what is it? He's a part of two championships, I believe it was, right? Had an opportunity to secure a three. We know about the injuries to KD and Clay that, that hindered that. Um, but this is going to be interesting, Ty, because not only is it KD's return, it's a new look. Like, know your personnel, Phoenix Suns, as well as the Golden State Warriors. I mean, if you haven't been paying attention all summer long, Chris Paul is no longer the point guard in Phoenix. He's a point guard for the Golden State Warriors. And if, again, haven't been paying attention all summer long, Bradley Beal is the newest point guard slash shooting guard in Phoenix coming over from the Washington Wizards. It's going to be a lot of excitement. Benches and bench players and role guys that are, again, names in new places. Dario Saric, a former Phoenix Sun, now a Golden State Warrior. We got trailblazers all over the place uh, in Phoenix. Demezi Metu, uh, the kid Keon Johnson who got waived. I mean, it's just a lot to get into timeless. When you think about this matchup, what is the first thing that strikes you between Suns and Warriors this early in the season. Still has it. Like, like I mean, and not to say, like, if he still has it, like, who stops him? Because Steph, Steph is on that train of trying to get that ring back there. And I know that it might not be the year for Golden State, but he looks so much different with Chris Paul out there. Chris Paul is finding him in, in ways that, Steph has been acting up doing the runaway shot. Like, Steph is throwing that shot and telling everybody to come on, let's go. Like, like he's being funny about it. So, it, this is this is reckless how good this could look. 
I, I don't believe it, but, like, every time I, like, get that slight doubt of what Steph can do with this team, he makes it happen. Um, I want to see how long the dynamic works with these two, with Chris Paul and Steph being in the backcourt. They're having issues right now with Clay Thompson's contract, but I don't think that's going to be something that hinders the floor play. Uh, Draymond is out for the early portion of the uh, the season, so we'll see how that uh, conveys, especially uh, how Chris Paul and Draymond are table setters. So I want to see how they work together to make this happen early. But I, this, this is something I want to see if, if Steph could keep this conquest going. Steph is definitely – an all-time top 10 NBA player, and uh, it only gets better from here. But that that's one thing that I'm I'm ready to witness. Like, I, you always heard them say, witness LeBron or witness what Steph is doing. This is, this is actually greatness that you guys are seeing at this point in time. Absolutely. I think it's going to be interesting to uh, witness Chris Paul, Steph Curry together with Klay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, and probably Kevon Looney is how this season is going to tip off with the starting five now that they uh, have made the announcement that Draymond definitely will not be available for game one. I mean, this is quality. The the, the Warriors are, are no shabby squad. Everybody obviously knows that. But, I mean, who would have really thought that at this point in their careers they have the opportunity to see Chris Paul link up with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson at any time? mean noted for their rivalries over their history since being in the league together now you're going to see a different version of both Steph and Clay throughout the preseason Steph is I mean excuse me Clay Thompson who you mentioned is 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 uh seems to be far apart along with the management right now in terms of uh the contract extension however he's definitely added dribbles back into his game I've watched him uh, take a, a number of opportunities to make plays off the bounce, and I'm excited about seeing that because that's what he was able to do when he was coming out of uh, Washington State, playing there for the Cougars. Um, Andrew Wiggins, not many fans does he have, right, that aren't Canadian. But I'm a believer. You guys in Sports City know that I'm a supporter of Andrew Wiggins and he just continues to get better and better while maintaining, you know, flying under the radar if that's even possible. And he produces. So, you know, if he can be healthy and not have to deal with too many things off the court this season, uh, he's a guy on any given night going to go for 17 or better, uh, gives him great uh, presence in terms of defense, plays bigger than what he is in terms of using his size and his length. But on the other side, Thomas, what are you thinking or, or how are you feeling about a Frank Vogel-led Phoenix Suns team? I mean, the last time we saw Frank Vogel as head coach, he was champion. He led the Lakers. Are, is, he, is he the right guy for this roster, and can he do it in year one? It's not a bubble situation. Can they pull it off? Am I jumping the gun? Because let's just yeah. Let me let me slow down. I'm I'm going too fast. I'm going too fast. Can 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 he lead his Phoenix Suns to a victory in San Francisco? Can they beat the Warriors on opening night? Let's just start there. In the movie Friday, Debo knocked out Red 
And uh, Debo looks at Rare Father and said, you want some too, old man? And he said, no. <laughs> so just, just like that. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. The one thing about I'm sorry. Uh, and the reason why I say that is because Vogel had a, an interesting experience with the bubble, with the Lakers doing their thing, and, and that was just like a, I, I, I want to say somewhat of a success story. Everything else about about Vogel when he was in Indiana, they had good defense. I, I question the the defense of the Suns. The Suns are going to be an offensive juggernaut. Of course, they could score the ball, but they're going to have to come up with stops, especially up against a team that's going to want to run a gun, get out there and get around screens and shoot. And there's a bunch of shooters trying to play defense on Steph and them. I, I don't think so. I, I think that the uh, San Francisco Bay Area is going to be rocking. It's going to be a little bit too much for KD and them. Even though I know KD's going to come out there and try and light it up and you know, Booker and, and Clay Thompson got their beef, so it's going to be interesting to see these two go at it. But like I said, I could just see red flying in the sky right now with the beach crew. All right. So, well, give me a pick. You go on Warriors or Suns? I'm telling you. Are you? Are they listening to this? Okay. okay. The Warriors are going to win the game. Uh <laughs> I think this could get interesting and tight, but I feel like I, it, this is going to be a pull-away game with the last two or three minutes where it's not too much Phoenix can do. I'm, I'm going Golden State. All right, I just want to make him double down on it. <laughs> he said, are you listening? All right, if you got Warriors, I got some. This game will be right back. This portion of our program is brought to you by PHI Apparel Company. PHI Apparel Company provides unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of the Philadelphia area. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt that they'll stand out in the crowd. Act now and listeners can use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off any apparel when you shop online at phiapparel.co. That's phiapparel.co. Co. Remember to use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off. Act now while supplies last. All right, Thomas. I want to continue the conversation about opening night games uh, in the NBA. Let's go to Wednesday night. Another doubleheader, this time broadcast on ESPN at uh, 7 p.m. We got tipping off. The Boston Celtics will be visiting the New York Knickerbockers. A lot of changes going on uh, since I've been missing you. I feel like it's going to be the theme song of that night. By the time that game concludes, Boston may be wishing they still had Marcus Smart for sure. And uh, the New York Knicks, (laughs) they just going to be looking for Willis Reed and Walt Flazier and those guys once again to, like, come through. I, I'm just not confident in any iteration of the New York Knicks team that is coached by Tom Thibodeau. Uh, I'm sorry, folks. I got to say it. It's how I feel. Uh, I, 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 I'm honest, Abe. I cannot tell a lot. Thomas, your thoughts on this version of the Boston Celtics and the New York Knicks opening things up with the double hitter there on ESPN Wednesday. 
October 25th. In the words of uh, Mary J. Blige and Wyclef John, someone please call 911. <laughs> it's going to get bloody. I'm telling you, um, from what I've seen so far with the Boston Celtics, um, I, I'm not going to lie, I put a lot of pressure on Tatum. Uh, Tatum, I feel like, is a, a great player, but in big games, he's, he's you know, the question mark. Jalen Brown is my favorite Celtic out of all of them, and I feel like this is a proven season with the contract that he got. I know the whole world is watching to see if he's worth the three that they're giving him. You know, and um, the crazy part about it is you get to add Drew Holiday to this. There was a play the other day. They're getting uh, – Peyton Pritchard involved in the offense more. Thank goodness, because it's like you got a dead-on shooter sitting over there that you put in with the last eight minutes of the game like he's the, the victory cigar. Now that he's playing, there was a play that they had the other day. I forget who they were playing. And he, he, he got a move in and two feet in the paint and just like threw like a left-handed, like it looked like a layup, but it was an alley. Out of nowhere, here comes Porzingis. Porzingis caught one of the most funkiest two-hand dunks I've seen in a long time out of him. It felt like an old Rasheed Wallace, North Carolina dunk. I was like, whoa, if this is what Boston looks like right now, this is trouble in the Eastern Conference. If they could all put it together the right way, and I'm saying I want to be fair with numbers, like Tatum give you 25, Brown give you 23, Porzingis gets you like 19. Drew gets you 19. It's going to be hard to stop all of that at once. I think Boston is going to make the Knicks nosebleed the first game out the gate. I, I, it's it's going to be bloody. If, if if the Knicks could actually stay within the game, I'd be impressed, but I, I don't think so. I think Boston is going to make this a long night. Okay. So, so uh, I hear you picking the Boston Celtics over – like I'm, I'm putting in the name change right now. I'm trying to determine is is it going to be the Villanova Knicks or the New York Wildcats? Like, what are we calling this team? I mean, when you think uh, Jalen Brunson, uh, Josh Hart, Dante Divincenzo, Villanova representatives, where, where are we going, Ty? I mean, give me some input real quick. You going Villanova Knicks or New York Wildcats? I don't give a damn what you call them. They, they come. No, so let me stop. They gonna get whooped, right? <laughs> you could call them losers at the end of that game. That's what's gonna happen. They're gonna okay. lose that game. Um, you can call them the Villanova Knicks. I I do that, but <laughs> if we talk right. hoop, I'm talking hoop, man. That's that's that. All right, so. I was just saying all that to say I like the talent. I do. I like Brunson. I like Hart. I like DiVincenzo. I know those guys got chemistry, but I'm a little concerned with the, how the roster is constructed. I'm a fan of Quentin Grimes, but he feels out of place, yet the Knicks refuse to, to trade him. And there are people who are interested in acquiring his services. The same with Emmanuel Quickly. He seems out of place. They refuse to trade him, and people are, you know, inquiring of his services. R.J. Barrett is the guy who I personally look at and say he is the one who does not fit, and he's in the way of both Grimes and Quickly because one of those two really steps up 
in my opinion, if you move on from R.J. Barrett. Can you take R.J. Barrett and get size? I'm sure at this point, <laughs> first game of the season, y'all think, you know, it's, it's hate or it's not the type or the thing to do right now. Clearly, teams usually are saying this is who we're going to be probably through January. But there's a guy down the road, down I-95 in Philadelphia named James Hart. He's not happy. And I'm not saying he has to end up a New York Knicks, but if I'm the Knicks, maybe make some phone calls and try to figure out how to be part of a three-team deal and uh, put your team in a better position to be competitive. I mean, it's just not good enough for the Knicks to try to, you know, start the season with a victory over Boston. Still, you only end up a uh, 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 4-5 or a 5-6 because the 4 is not ha- hasn't been real in recent seasons, in my opinion. It's all, you know, pretending. It's fool's gold. But uh, outside of Giannis and Jason Tatum, I do think the New York Knicks have the third best power forward in the Eastern Conference in Julius Randle. I mean, he is an absolute beast. He's 20, 10, and 5, and that's even after the acquisition of of Jalen Brunson. He can still get you four and a half to five dimes a game, and he is stroking that thing from deep. That's just just what I see, people. But like Timeless, I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Boston Celtics. Nothing to see here. It is going to be bloody. Get the ambulance out. Uh, Drew Holiday, Derek White, Brown, Tatum, Porzingis, these guys are going to play heavy minutes. Six-man-of-the-year candidate, Peyton Pritchard. He's going to have an opportunity to eat up all the minutes he can handle. Let's see if he can manage the workload. So, uh, getting into the second game of the night, Timeless, we're going to take it back to Texas. And that young man named Victor Wembayama is going to debut on ESPN at 9.30 p.m. Eastern as the San Antonio Spurs host Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving, and their big man of this lively the second. Thomas, your thoughts on this game and who are you picking to win? This is a very interesting uh, game, the Battle of Texas at that. Um, I don't even know how to, like, break this down. I'm going to try and do this the best way I can. I think Dallas wins the game, but the Spurs will look impressive. I put a lot of pressure on Wimbayama. Um, I was like, you know, give him some room to come into the league and, like, learn the intricacies and let him be himself and then grow into whatever he is. This kid is a monster now. Like, right now he's a monster. This dude is pulling off fast break, dribbling his ball through people's legs. At 7'4", at 7'4", people can't even shoot shots over him. He's blocking shots. Uh, He's smart at the end of a fast break. Like, if you try to block his shot, he's, like, stopping on a dime to make you jump past him. And it's like, who's going to jump with him then? He's 7'4". This dude is a dynamic problem. All of those bigs in in Dallas are in trouble for the game, but I feel like Kyrie and company are going to be a little too much. Luka hasn't been out there yet for me to see anything, but I'm going to say this here and now, Sports City. That's another player that I do put a lot of pressure on. This is a, a here and now season for Luke. I'm, uh, he doesn't get to dodge any more smoke. As much as the pressures that they put on LeBron and put the pressures on K 
KD and so on and so forth, the list continues. How much preseason MVP this and preseason that, Luka has to help get it done, let alone for Mark Cuban and company to keep Kyrie there because they feel like you guys can run it back and be better in the Western Conference. I don't think so, but uh, this is going to be the start right now to pull it off against a an upstart uh, Spurs team with a big problem for everybody in the middle of that paint. And, and Victor, Vic, <laughs> he is the price of admission right now. So I think it's going to be an excellent game, but I think the Mavs walk away with the win. By saying this, Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving, always impressive. Much like their head coach was when he performed as an NBA player, Jason Kidd. You could count on him to do something special. Those guys I'm not concerned about. The organization in terms of how they're constructed to play, the personnel of the Dallas Mavericks team, I'm not impressed. Uh, I'll talk more about them some other time. It is all about the San Antonio Spurs on opening night, Wednesday, October 25th. This young man, as you mentioned, Thomas Victor Wimbayama, is ready to get shots up. 20 per game should be his average. 18, 19, around 20, yeah, that's where he should be. He is the franchise player. The guy immediately has increased the revenue by half a billion dollars. That's exactly who he is, so he might as well lead the way in field goal attempts. And he's letting that thing fly all preseason from any and everywhere. Whenever he feels it, he's going to play himself into NBA shape. He's gone on record, Thomas, and already said he just feels right now he's not in NBA shape. So he's getting more breaks throughout the preseason. I noticed, and Pop is look, Pop's going to be Pop. He's going to give him rest because he knows that's his lead dog. But opening night. I'm rolling with the San Antonio Spurs with the win, the first seed for Victor victory in San Antonio. I got Spurs over. We're going to get into the rest of opening night for Thursday right after we pay these bills. This portion of our program is brought to you by PHI Apparel Company. PHI Apparel Company provides unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of the Philadelphia area. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt that they'll stand out in the crowd. Act now and listeners can use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off any apparel when you shop online at phiapparel.co. That's phiapparel.co. Co. Remember to use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off. Act now while supplies last. All right, Thomas. We're in the fourth quarter, man. Home stretch. We got about 10, 12 minutes to bring it home with Thursday's opening night. TNT inside the NBA crew. We know they're going to be live getting it cracking. Their game one of the season. They got to deal with that James Harden conversation. But to balance it, they'll get to talk about Dame Lillard's arrival in Milwaukee. That's right, folks. It's the Philadelphia 76ers at the Milwaukee Bucks, tipping things off Thursday, October 26th at 7.30 p.m. Timeless. How are you feeling 
about the Milwaukee Bucks and their new look? And are you, like me, sick of talking about James Harden and the Philadelphia 76ers? Um, you're not sick of it because you're a Sixers fan, so I don't want to hear it. Um, se- second off, the crazy part about this game is, is this is how I want to see it be played between Giannis and Embiid, how these two go at it. Third, you say you're tired of the Harden situation. I'm tired of the Dame Lillard situation. Like, let them just get out there and play ball. It's like every step that Lillard take, like, oh, he's got his jersey. Oh, He's shaking hands. Oh, he's, he's supposed to do. That's what he's supposed to do when he comes to the city. Like, they are following these dudes, pick their nose. If they're going to buy Starburst at 7-Eleven, like, cut it out. Enough is enough. Let these guys get out there and ball. The the crazy part about this game is I really think that the uh, the Bucks should take care of business in this game. I, I still have my questions about the Sixers, uh, the consistency there. Uh, and B is, is still always going to be that guy until – he really learns that he should be dominating the league like Shaquille, standing down there and giving everybody the business and uh, forcing eight big men to get fouls. Instead, he'll, like, take those possessions off and try to pull up for three. And, yeah, you can hit the three, but do it when you need to, not because I can do it and we're just going to just lose possessions because I'm doing it. And, and I feel like they got to get a corral on that somehow, some way in Philly. It's too much smoke. In, in Pennsylvania, especially with everything going on with the Eagles and the Phillies, everything's going right, and, and it's like the Sixers are the only one dropping the ball. Uh, I feel like the Bucks come out and uh, win this game, but I, I, I really feel like the, the Sixers could be better, but there's a lot of melee with the media and things of that that uh, they're going to suffer from. Understood. This is, uh, this is definitely uh, one of those games that kind of Difficult for me to probably pick, um, and 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 I say it because I think this contest, Thomas, is going to come down to who, uh, which of the big men can stay out of foul trouble. The team that gets the uh, their opponent into the bonus first, I think, is the team that wins. If Giannis can draw fouls and get Milwaukee in the bonus getting those free throw attempts with a guy like Dame Lillard who can shoot 90%. And if Chris Middleton can get through this game, remain healthy and be uh, effective, they might win this game at the line. But if Joel Embiid does exactly what you said, realize he has the ability to potentially be this season Shaquille O'Neal without James Harden, Give me the damn ball. <laughs> That's what I'd be saying if I was Joel Embiid. Time down. Get on my back. It ain't about winning the MVP. It's just simply sending a message that I'm not concerned about who is not here. I'm here. Give me the damn ball. And I would be putting so much pressure on Giannis and have him thinking more about playing defense and counting his fouls. That would be my strategy. But, hey, man, the new head coach is Nick Nurse. They like ball movement uh, and getting shots up. It could be anybody's night for Philadelphia. Uh, Adrian Griffin's the new head coach. I'm not sure what his style is going to be as a head coach. I don't know if he's going to be great at making adjustments for any of that. 
it's definitely a wait and see, a watch and view approach. So just for the sake of being the homer that you think I am, eh, I'll go with the Sixers for game one. They need to send a clear message to James Harden. So uh, if I'm player personnel, DeAnthony Melton, Tyrese Maxey, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, and others in crew, I'm saying, hey, Jimmy, work it out, brother. We're going to be fine. I got sixes over bucks in game one. To close out opening week, Thursday night, the late game, 10 p.m. on TNT, the Phoenix Suns and the Los Angeles Lakers, LBJ versus KD. Time is my question. As these two go at it for the first time in the regular season in a long time, and it, when it counts, who do you feel has the better supporting cast to accomplish their goals of winning a championship this season? Is it the Phoenix Suns and KD, or is it LBJ and his crew? Who has the better supporting cast? If it wasn't for the sun, we'd all be frozen. I'm going with the Suns, man. It's just too much ammunition right there. Um, I feel like the Lakers are trying to make this a good little run for LeBron as he sees his last couple of seasons, if this isn't the last season of him in the league. But I think that the Suns have to look at this season as Western Conference or bust. Like, they, they have to look at the WCF or bust. They they can't have a team like the Lakers slow them up and knowing that they are one of the top teams in the West and, and knowing that's a measuring stick or where they could be, they got to take this serious. And, and I think this is the last couple of seasons that you see of KD being the assassin that he is because KD is now 35 years old. Like, this was the year that he told people when he started in the league that he was supposed to retire, so... I doubt that he retires, but I'm just he's at 35. That's the number that he always wore was 35 because his coach in D.C. had died at the age of 35. This is a season where it's a lot on his back. Can he get the championship outside of the two that he got in Golden State? He's going to have to prove it, and, and I think it, it starts in front of LeBron. I, I think he gives LeBron at least 28, at least. Okay, okay. Uh, it's hard, it's, man. It's, it's it's hard to disagree. I, I like the Suns. When you think Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, can double. I mean, efficient shooters, killers in the mid range. Guys who, who, as a collective, are rarely going to go to the free throw line and shoot below eighty five percent. Right? It, it's it's tough. And then when you you add Nurk, if Nurk is healthy, he's going to have a problem when he faces Anthony Davis. At least that's what I saw in the preseason. And look, but he's a great passer. He, he's going to have to use his fouls when they play the Lakers. And then he's going to have to make plays for his killers on the perimeter. Eric Gordon still makes some threes. Um, not that efficient that 38, 39, 40% type stuff. I'm not a fan of it, but, you know, on any given night, he can erupt for a quick 15 points by the uh, end of the game. Uh, Grayson Allen, I think he's going to give them something coming over from Milwaukee, having been there when they want to chip. So when you add 
some championship DNA into that organization. Obviously, James Jones has it as the GM. Now you get you a championship head coach in Frank Vogel. You bring in a player or multiple players who have championships in Kevin Durant and uh, Grayson Allen, and all of a sudden you have four to five people who know exactly what they're talking about and what it's going to take. So does that mean I'm giving that cast the nod? Sound like I almost convinced myself. I almost did. I'm great at making arguments. Hell no. I'm giving the Lakers. I'm giving it to the Lakers. Just so many banners hanging inside Staples. Is it still called Staples? No. Got a new name, right? Whatever the hell they call it. They got Crypto.com Arena. Who? Crypto.com Arena. All right, crypto. I'm sorry. No, nah, you're fine. You're absolutely fine. I just can't believe they named it crypto.com, but okay. It is what it is. If you got the bed, the, the bread to pay for it, then you can name it whatever the hell you want to. Uh, but Anthony Davis, another top-tier talent. Who's going to guard him? He's stretching it out. He's going to be shooting threes this season with some regularity. LeBron James, I know, I know. He's 38. Hey, man, if you haven't been watching in the preseason, LeBron is stroking the three-pointer like never, ever before in his career. Can you imagine LeBron James taking six to eight threes per game? And he shoots 40% for the first time in his career from three. I'm just asking, consider it. I'm not saying he'll do it. I'm saying just consider it so he doesn't have to bang so much or worry about getting to the rim with regularity. Just consider that. Because like I said, I'm picking the Lakers to win that game as well. Timeless, you come to the end, my friend. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give my clothes and plugs so you can take this home. No one does it quite like you, my brother. Uh, Everyone in Sports City, thank you once again for tuning in, chopping up with us here on the All You Can Eat Fantasy Basketball Show where it's all things NBA. We're putting that flavorful dish in your ear. Timeless, the controls are all yours. Hey, on mute. Still on me. Oh, uh, I'm a, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, well, uh, I was I sure was talking on you. Uh, breaking news: Sports City, a hundred and eighty-six million dollar contract to Giannis Antetokounmpo, a sixty-two million dollar a year contract. Sports City, buckle up. That is disgusting money. This could get real treacherous as it goes down. But on that note, tell a friend to tell a friend that it's the chefs again. And if they don't know, now they know. Chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon. They well in tune, blown like a flower in June. Superman verse, MF Doom, the clouds loom. So tell a friend, it's the Sports City Chefs again. Pay attention, tune in.
Connecticut. Uh.